0: Welcome to the Mark Narrations Podcast, where we cover a whole wide range of Reddit-based stories. If you're new here, please consider subscribing to this podcast. And with that being said, let's get straight into today's episode. Much love, guys. What is up guys, I do hope you are well today. My name is Mark and today we're covering some more r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe and maybe that notification bell too. Yesterday we had two new members over on YouTube. We had Jesse the Rat and Fat Burb. <laughs> Great names. Great names. <laughs> thank you so so much for joining us it is really really appreciated and for everyone for just taking the time out of your day to watch these videos to comment to get involved it really does mean the world to me and i really appreciate you so thank you so so much and with that being said let's get in to today's stories much love guys our first story comes from a throwaway account am i the arsehole for refusing to get tested to see if i'm a bone marrow match for my dad's wife okay so this is a bit of a doozy i love it when us folks say doozy i 34 female have not had a relationship with my father 63 male in roughly 18 years my mother died when i was six and he remarried when i was 10. his wife who i'll refer to as b has always treated me terribly i can't remember more than one meal where she forgot to make enough for everyone so she made me a peanut butter sandwich she knew i was allergic to peanuts Then she'd bitch at me for being ungrateful and I wouldn't get dinner at all. She forgot me more than once at stores. I was also quite frequently left to watch her children who destroyed my belongings and wouldn't listen. My father always blew it off. I was too sensitive. It must have been an accident. I needed to understand it was a big adjustment for her kids. I just needed to get over it. When I turned 16, B gave me a gift that she said was from the whole family. Eviction papers. My father just said it was for the best. I had nowhere to go and no job. I couch surfed for two years until I thankfully got a scholarship and left for college. I started to go to therapy and after lots of years realized I wasn't the problem. That I was put into a terrible position and the person who was supposed to protect me didn't. Here's where I'm probably the arsehole. I received a letter from my father. B is sick and they're trying to find a bone marrow match. I was incredulous he actually wanted me to get tested to see if i could save the bitch who made my life hell for years i was furious and a whole ton of resentment came back i threw the letter away any other letter i marked return to sender i know i should probably be the bigger person and get tested but i'm still so resentful of everything she put me through and everything my dad allowed to happen maybe it's me but if you throw your kid away you don't get to ask them for anything ever and before anyone asks, yes, I am still in therapy. So, am I the arsehole for refusing to get tested to see if I'm a match for my father's sick wife? Hell no. We're in, whenever I hear these stories, you know that you know they're automatically not the arsehole and they're looking for some sort of like forgot totally forgotten the word, but like back them up basically. <laughs> Someone tell me what that word is. <laughs> but this bitch of a mother well not even a mother, abused her and chucked her out of the house and the dad did nothing. They don't get to ask for anything from OP that is just not on. You can't be the arsehole any way, shape or form in this story. But let's have a look at the comments below to see what they say. Shadow's Observer says and quotes a section and says automatic not the arsehole, extra not the arsehole, based on the fact that she and your father were literally abusive to you. Got a lot of story says, hopping on top comment to mention that by purposely trying to feed you the peanut butter sandwiches you were allergic to, she could have done severe damage or even killed you. But now she wants you to save her life. Because it's so precious. No, not the arsehole. Curious T38 says, not the arsehole, you were abused, abandoned, and this is someone reaping what they sow. Miss Meg says and quotes a section and says, it's not just you. Not the arsehole, maybe talk with your therapist about responding with a letter or something so they stop writing you. Then Anabolic Beard says, or send the peanut butter sandwich and expect her to be grateful. <laughs> wow. Now, what do you guys think of this story? Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on the poll in the description for story one. And the next story is from My Chicken, My Rules 543. I'm either the arsehole for getting my neighbour's partner arrested. About a week ago, my cat got out and went missing for a few days. I was heartbroken, I put his litter box outside, hung flyers everywhere and literally cried non-stop. It was bad. Then I noticed someone was taking down my flyers. This made me really upset, so I started knocking on people's doors. One neighbor told me that she overheard a neighbor's kid excitedly thanking her mum for a new cat. And when I walked up their driveway, what do you know, my cat was sitting in their windowsill. He immediately started pouring at the glass when he saw me and it broke my heart. I knocked on the front door and explained to the lady that answered that this was my cat, he's chipped and everything, so I have proof he's mine. She literally laughed in my face and slammed the door. I knocked again and this time a huge dude answered and told me, this is my son's cat, now go away, and slammed the door in my face. I went home and bored like a baby. I called my dad, he's the county sheriff, to tell him what happened and to ask what I should do. He told me to stay home and he would send over a deputy to take care of it. Well, apparently, the deputy let slip that I was the county sheriff's daughter. Another catnapper lady is telling everyone in the neighbourhood I'm a spoiled brat who went crying to her daddy. But the thing is, I would have called the cops regardless. The only reason I called my dad first is because I was bawling and didn't want to sob on the phone to a stranger if I could avoid it. Plus, I wanted his advice on how to get my cat back. Apparently the kid's dad also went to jail because the deputy ran his plates and saw he had a warrant. So this woman is also telling everyone I got a partner arrested too. But how was I supposed to know the guy had a freaking warrant? I just wanted my cat back. Am I the asshole? Now, I think I know this is going to be like an obvious one that they're not going to be the asshole in this situation because they stole her freaking cat, man. <laughs> but it was an interesting story. Who does that? It just, I love reading stories like this because it always reminds me... There's people out there who will just pick random cats up off the street and think, yeah, I'm going to take that back home and that is mine now. Who the fuck does that, man? Ah, and the poor kid in that family as well, of the catnappers family. What are they going to grow up like thinking that kind of behavior is normal? What chance are they going to have in life? You know, there's just so much shitness in this story. It's unbelievable. You're not the asshole in any way, shape or form for asking your father for advice. You know, and it's just a bonus that he's the county sheriff and can deal with this directly. So glad you got your cat back in the end. Oh, and here's the cat (laughs) tax. God, it looks like the cat that we used to have. We used to have a cat called Simba. Looked exactly like this cat. Gorgeous. Let's go to the comments below to see what we can find. AvatarFan007 says not the arsehole, he got what he deserved. He stole your cat. Are you going to get your cat back? And Opie replies, the deputy brought him back. He's killed up next to me right now. SparklingEmerald says good and don't feel guilty, not even for a second. It's not your fault he got arrested. The catnapper is spewing some huge cow manure. Her partner got himself arrested. He was going to jail either way, even if he hadn't stolen the cat. She laughed in your face when you explained the situation and wanted your cat back and then she sent out a man to intimidate you into going away. He already had a warrant and you actually did a community a favour by getting him locked up through your catnapping complaint. You're not a brat and the catnapper is a cheap ass who stole someone's cat to get a free pet and even took down flyers so that the missing cat would go unnoticed. You rightfully cried to your dad and he just happens to be a sheriff. Of course he's going to A, look out for his little girl, and B, do his job, because this is stolen property, and the thief refuses to give back. She's just pissed that a stolen cat got taken away, that her partner got caught. Here's the best advice. Give your cats and pets, a treat or two, and a little kiss on the head. Poor baby. You could tell how much he missed you because he poured on the door when he saw you. Miss Beehive says, not the arsehole, they stole your cat. Whatever they get after this is completely their own fault. Keep your kitty indoors though, so they can't get into it again. Sir Goggle says, not the arsehole, shouldn't have been stolen something, especially with a warrant. <laughs> now I turn this one to you guys. Have you guys ever heard a story similar like this in the US? It always seems like, sorry guys, but it always seems like in the US these crazy stories happen where people just randomly take pets. I'm sure it happens in the UK too, but it's always in the US that we seem to read these from. <laughs> Let me know what you guys think in the comments below and don't forget to vote on the poll in the description for story two. And our next story is from TA Proposal Am I the art for leaving the room without a word after my fiancé proposed? I am 26 female, he is 26 male. We've been together for three years. We've been actively discussing future life plans. We've always wanted the same things in life and we agreed on most of the topics and decisions. One of the things we discussed a year ago was, was ideas about how we wanted to propose. He talked about a proposal in the mountains or in a forest something outdoors, simple but romantic to us. I was very happy and excited, not to mention we live between mountains and forests so it is also easily accessible. We have been discussing this many years, even dropping ideas of which mountain would be the most romantic. We hiked together so we thought the very first mountain we've been to for example. We also discussed who should propose who. He told me he really wanted to be the one doing it. Yesterday, after I came back home from work, exhausted, we cooked, watched TV, and at some point I went to the hallway to hang a coat. He followed me and he proposed. Between the shoes on the floor, the kitchen and the restroom, he was kneeling. I couldn't believe it, it was such a disappointment, knowing what we've always talked about. I felt let down, had lots of thoughts at once in my head. Here is my probable asshole move, I was so hurt I couldn't say a word couldn't even accept it. I looked at him, looked around me as I couldn't believe where he proposed, felt the tears in my eyes, I nodded and walked past him to lay on the bed and cry. He took some time before following me and asking me if anything was wrong. Told him I expected something different but would marry him regardless. My friends are mixed about it but a few of them did say I was being ungrateful and it's the thought that counts. He wants to marry me after all and maybe it's the only thing that counts. Am I the asshole? I think the main point here is that you initially made plans beforehand. You discussed this, where you're going to propose and who's going to propose and all that kind of thing, which I found a bit weird in itself. I'm not sure. I might be totally wrong there. Maybe that's a normal thing to do, but I found it a bit weird. But the fact is you discussed it. You discussed these plans. So your hopes were built up from there and you expected one day in the mountains or in a forest or somewhere magical and romantic that he was going to propose, but instead he did it in the hallway. (laughs) (laughs) By the shoes. (laughs) So I can definitely understand OP's disappointment with it, but at the same time, walking off without saying a word, you know, I think that's still an asshole move as well. But maybe I just don't get this whole proposal thing. But I'm going to say everyone sucks here because I like to be a little bit controversial every once in a while, so why not, right? Let's go to the comments below to see what they say. Rastavaray says After all that discussion, I'd ask him what prompted him to propose right then. No one's an arsehole here. You can't help how you felt. I would judge differently if you two hadn't discussed how to propose. I'd be a little miffed. Like why the big lead-up then? But you should explain that the big lead-up led to bigger expectations. No Regret says, and quotes the section and says, By that logic, there is nothing wrong whatsoever with you nodding and leaving the room. Your fiancé should be thrilled. He is being ungrateful. It's the thought that counts. You confirm you wanted to marry him after all and maybe this is the only thing that counts. If a proposal is a proposal and it doesn't matter because it's the marriage that's important, and apparently two things can't be done right, an acceptation is an acceptation and it doesn't matter because it's the marriage that's important. Except they don't believe in this, they blame you, they see a problem in your reaction, because clearly they don't believe in it themselves. Your reaction wasn't great but the proposal sucked and your friends are hypocrites. Miss Bitch 25 says Not the arsehole, I don't get the whole proposal wow factor thing, but he got your hopes up by basically telling you he was going to do it in a romantic way, then made it seem like a complete afterthought. Ziza says Not the arsehole, most people imagine a proposal happening once in their lives. You both came up with a plan together of how that proposal should happen, and he insisted on being the one to propose. It sounds like the magic was in when it would happen in your chosen special place, as his proposal and your yes was inevitable. I can see being disappointed that your SO didn't execute on a once-in-a-lifetime plan especially since you'll never get that moment back Now, I'm going to turn it to you guys What do you guys think about this story? Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story 3 And our next story is from 72 Car. Am I the ask of telling a girl that she forgive me for bullying her two years ago? I, 17 female, was a bitch in middle school and first two years of high school I admit it i'm not proud of it i don't really have an excuse for it there was one girl i was really bad to she was fat weird kind of obnoxious but she's cool now and she and i recently got assigned to working partner project together we were facetiming and she was being weird everything i said she would just respond with "Mm mm-hmm and she was barely talking i asked her if she was okay and she said working with you not really i asked what she meant and she said i'm still angry with you I said, are you seriously still hung up on how I treated you two years ago? She said yes, how she was dealing with binge eating disorder and her shitty mum and how I made things a thousand times worse. I said it's not like I could have known any of that and it would be easier for her if she could just forgive me. She got angry and said, you're still a fucking bitch and hung up. Am I the asshole for saying that? She was being annoying. I was only 11 when I started being mean to her and I stopped two years ago but she still treated me like shit. The fact that this person is so easy, can so easily brush it under the carpet, say, oh yeah, you should forgive me because it was two years ago. This person clearly doesn't know the damage they've done to this other person. I was bullied in high school and it still affects me to this day. I still think about that person who bullied me about two people, smaller one, and a massive giant of a guy who would pick on me when I went to school and I would hate being in classes and I would leave school and sneak out of uh, sneak out early because of these two because I didn't want to be in a class with them. So no, I cannot blame this person for not wanting to forgive you for your shitty actions in life. This is your fault, OP. And like the person in this story, I wouldn't forgive my bullies ever in my life for what they did to me. <laughs> and it's funny that she has the audacity to say, but still treated me like shit. What a joke, man. Let's go to the comments below to see what we can find. Princess Waffle says you're the arsehole. She didn't treat you like shit. She told you about yourself. You didn't even apologise. Rhymosaurus says you're the arsehole. You can't tell someone to forgive you, but you can apologise, which it sounds like you didn't do. Gone Now says you're the arsehole. You bullied her for what, three to four years? She owes you nothing. Also, you mentioned that you stopped, but did you ever actually apologise? Even if you did, she still doesn't owe you forgiveness though. And Angroth says let's look at your own words. She was fat, weird, and kind of obnoxious, but she's cool now. This isn't accepting you're wrong, just that your victim changed to match your idea of cool. If she hadn't changed in the two years, would you still bully her? Then quotes, are you seriously still hung up on how I treated you two years ago? Bullying takes time and effort to get over, and most bullies aren't forgiven by their victims because it's psychologically damaging. People can have lasting repercussions from bullying at young ages. And quotes again, I said it's not like I could have known any of that, so that makes what you did okay it means it shouldn't matter to her and quote, it would be easier for her if she could just forgive me so make her trauma about you you aren't owed her forgiveness you have to work for it instead of taking the opportunity to apologize for your actions which you admit you were wrong instead you double down with an entitled attitude and try to make her the bad guy she's not you are you're the asshole and Jeep naked says you're the asshole bullies never think they're at fault now let me turn this on you guys. What do you guys think of this story? Should she be forgiven? Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story four. And our next story is from Independence Natural Six. I yard ask if my dad, karma's came back to him about him and my mum's aftermath post-divorce. My parents divorced six years ago. My dad finally left my mum. After years of affairs and verbal abuse, he finally left her. I don't think she would have ever left him. I told her very horrendous things like she was overweight and ugly and no man would ever love her. That she was spoiled goods and he could always find love. She would just spend the rest of her life watching him do so. Me and my siblings heard the entire fight. Fast forward six years, my mum lost 80 pounds after the divorce, married my stepdad four years ago and had another baby and is a happy stay at home wife. Before she used to work 24-7 while my father jumped from odd job to odd job. My father is dead broke, addicted to alcohol, and I think something else, and hasn't dated since. He always calls me to complain about his life and ask for money. He always asks about my mum and her husband and new life, and I don't tell him anything. He doesn't even know the new city she lives in, her request. I told him to stop asking me, and he accused her of turning this against him, because I don't tell him updates about her life, and I replied, it's called karma. Everything you said to her the day you moved out came back to haunt you. Don't lie and say she turned this against you. You did that yourself and hung up. I was just fed up. My sister called me to say I upset dad and to apologise because he seemed to be very irate. I told her I don't care and he deserved to hear the truth. I think pretty much in this story, like you said, Karma's bit him in the ass. The words he said to her after was absolutely horrendous and he doesn't deserve to be in her life at all. Why does he want to know her details anyway? Sounds like obsessive behaviour to me. So, not the arsehole in my opinion, but let's go to the comments below to see what they say. Dick finger says, <laughs> not the arsehole, like you said, karma. Happy Acid said, not the arsehole, truth hurts. Noal81 says, not the arsehole, good for you for sticking up for your mum. 100% this karma is what your dad deserves. Chris vine one says, not the arsehole, you should go less contact with him. It seems like he's not a good person to be around. Gobsmack247 says, this post just made me so giddy. Bad people don't always get their comeuppance. So to hear about your dad just tickled me. Not the a way to go low or staying high and dry. Love it. Now I'm going to turn this story to you guys. What do you guys think of the story? Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story five. Once again, guys, thank you for being here today. I hope you did enjoy the today's stories. Soon I'll have an update about my dad because I know some of you like to know, but not all of you. So I will keep it to the end of the end of the video. You know. Uh, but thank you for being here today. I hope you did enjoy. If you did, click that like, subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love.